This is Quiet Fire, a program about the spiritual life of Abraham Lincoln and its relevance to us today. Welcome. This is Duncan Newcomer. Here's a quote about Lincoln for you. Lincoln loved gloomy poetry. That by a fellow lawyer and politician in Springfield and a longtime friend of Lincoln's. His friend went on to state that the lanky, sunken-eyed Lincoln carried the gloomy poetry of Edgar Allan Poe around with him, that he loved the poem about the raven knocking at his door. The word from that poem, nevermore, was, as one biographer put it, a word of philosophic and emotional self-definition for Lincoln. Now, in the spiritual life, we know the word forever, or as said in certain prayers, forevermore. What Lincoln is doing in his melancholy way with the Edgar Allan Poe word, nevermore, is coming in the back door of the religious house called Eternity. Eternity has a certain grip on Lincoln. We often use the word yonder to define his sense of eternity. His yonder spirit defines his secular and poetic sense of the religious idea of the eternal. But as gloomy as he may seem with his nevermore eternity mood, it is not the same thing as depression, and for one very good reason. It was also his way to find the presence of angels. One of Lincoln's poems from the 1840s names a figure he calls the Sorrowing Angel. And if we are going to talk about the spiritual life of Lincoln, we are going to have to admit to the word and concept that was so much a part of 19th century Victorian culture. The Sorrowing Angel was a trope, a figure in poetry and literature, an icon in sculpture and a ubiquitous image engraved in stone in the cemeteries that had become such a social and religious expression of landscape architecture. Some of us used to think that maybe it wasn't that God was dead, but certainly angels were, but we were wrong. Angels are a vital part of the spiritual imagination, religious literature, and the poetics of anything lasting, anything eternal, anything evermore or nevermore. Angels were important in the poetry of Rilke. And we know that Rilke decided not to enter Freudian psychoanalysis because of his love of angels. He famously said that he feared that if psychoanalysis might rid him of his devils, it might rid him of his angels as well. So he stayed with both the devils and the dark the devils, the dark angels, and the winged heavenly light angels, as did Lincoln. Lincoln would not have used the words we now remember so well, the better angels of our nature, if he did not think the words carried their weight in gold, their worth in gold. Lincoln never used words cheaply. And because Lincoln's spiritual life is so relevant to us today, it is not surprising that a stupendous new novel about him, Lincoln and the Bardo by George Saunders, would come out full of images of angel-like beings voicing and feeling and doing things all around Lincoln and his sorrow over the death of his son Willie. They give life, eternity, ever moreness to Lincoln's heart and heartbreak. The novel says of Lincoln, his mind was freshly inclined toward sorrow, toward the fact that the world was full of sorrow. There is a new aspect of sorrow for us these days. The new words for it are echo anxiety, ecological grief, 
solastalgia, words for the way we feel the gloom of climate change and the loss of particularly loved natural places and natural life. Many locally this summer have sensed an absence of birds, a diminution of their, their presence of songbirds and finches and more, little winged things, backyard birds, angels of nature. When Lincoln was a boy, the sky was clouded with passenger pigeons long ago hunted to extinction. His neighbor and contemporary, John James Audubon, counted 163 flocks in one 21-minute time span. A magnificently bright green bird called the Carolina parakeet was also then a light in the woods of his youth. It was last seen in the wild in 1910. Sorrow is the spiritual word for lasting loss, and the sorrowing angels help us to feel the words nevermore and evermore, as Lincoln did, so that we too can be guided by angels, even on 9-11, down to the latest generation. This is Duncan Newcomer, and this has been Quiet Fire, The Spiritual Life of Abraham Lincoln.